so the first round of the Argentine LPF, or the Copa de la Liga, I should say, is done. And uh, some teams are still in summer vacation. Some teams are still sleepwalking. Some have some interesting players. A little bit of everything. River seemed to be having trouble, but to put River in a sense of crisis or in, in a mode in which form is not favoring them or, or whatever the case may be, whatever you end up thinking is kind of unfair after one match, to be quite honest with you. Uh, it, it's still early. Now, like I said during the broadcast, the margin of error is less, knowing that there's very limited match weeks in order to qualify for the quarterfinals. So River do have to get their act together. It seems like they will. There's a lot of new place faces in, in, in new places. Uh, a couple of players need to get back to game fitness. So so I, I think they'll be fine. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about River. I would worry, though, about Boca. I would worry about Boca because Boca came out against Colón yesterday sleepwalking. And they sleptwalked through... Is there such a word? Well, if it isn't, then you understand what I'm saying. They just kind of went through the motions for a great portion of that second half. After the Benedetto goal, it just seems like Boca shut it down. They Now, mind you, they when if they play like they play in the minutes before the goal, a couple of minutes after, they're unstoppable. They're a team that can that can literally beat anyone. But they don't play like that. Or they don't play like that for 90 minutes. And they don't go and, and they score the goal and all of a sudden, slowly, they took the foot off the pedal. And, and that's the problem. Boca take a 1-0 lead and they think, oh, game over. Okay, now time to relax. Let's cruise it all the way, all the way home. And then you start to see the defensive breakdowns. You start to see the careless plays. You start to see the very cavalier type of possession. And the even more cavalier type of passes that are being knocked around on the pitch. Uh, Benedetto comes back in and is the number nine that they've been needing since, well, he left. So <laughs> we have that. And uh, Sebastian Villa had some good moments uh, really liked the amount of work he did on the wings. I enjoyed seeing him play uh, time and time again throughout this match, although he did fade away towards the end as well. Advincula was also uh, key down the right side. I, I really enjoyed seeing him and his aggressive nature and, and what he was looking to do. And that makes him... I mean, he's not scot-free. He's not a... Um, a player that all of a sudden, because he had one good game, you end up forgiving him. No. But there's still lots to go. This team looks like they're in trouble. And and if, if they don't get that focus issue, and, and, and not only that, uh, they go and, and, and they, instead of being satisfied with 1-0, look to make it 2-0, look to make it 3-0, look to make it 4-0. Finish the game off. Kill it off. If it's 4-0 with 20 minutes left, okay, you can understand if they take the foot off the accelerator. Not only 4-0 in 
with 20, 30, 40 minutes left, but 4-0 with 20, 30 minutes left, and the other team has absolutely no response because of the way that Boca are playing. That ends up being the problem. Racing, well, they seem to be very eh. <laughs> um, who else seemed very interesting? Vélez seemed interesting. Obviously, no Tiago Almada, but you do see more Luca Orellano. So he's, he seems to be an interesting uh, player to look at. Lanús, still a bit disappointing. Uh, the same issues that haunted them last semester, haunting them this semester. Uh, as of right now, really no one that you can truly say, wow, what a performance. Union, Union, you can say Union. And, and uh, the penalty, you could say, you know what, I have some question marks about the penalty. But then again, if you look at it from the referee's vantage point, he had one look, he had one take, and he made the decision. Was it the right one? Was it the wrong one? Well, eh, I don't know. But still, he only had one take. He said it was a penalty. And you know what? If you only have one take to make a decision, you would probably said penalty from the get-go. So I, I don't blame him from that perspective. Uh, but Union did everything to kind of neutralize River. They played a near perfect match and got the, the prize for, for being able to, to execute in the way they did and uh, kudos to them could it have been a draw and still justifiable absolutely yeah it would have been but still you did see a, an Union side that under Gustavo Munua you saw him being able to really empower his team via transition play and I think that was very powerful um, to put River on the back foot at times a little bit and have them doubt their defense. But uh, if it, if it were been if it, there would have been better finishing, I don't think there would have been a doubt in anyone's mind that Union deserved to win. And despite that, I don't think there's anyone thinking that Union didn't deserve to win or made a case to win that match. So we'll see. Again, it's a little thing that I'm going to be doing every so often, recapping the round in the Argentine League. Of course, uh, you can watch that worldwide. Uh, for those of you watching in the U.S., you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. So um, will be a pleasure to be doing commentary for that match and many others during the weeks and months ahead. And uh, again, if you have any questions, man, please send them my way. I'll be more than happy to answer them. And I look forward to the next edition very soon.